0: In The Pocket, a talk show where people of color who are creatives are able to share their narrative behind the art. And you are listening to In The Pocket with Flo Edwards. And our guests today are collectively signature soul and individually they are signature Mimi and Marco Solo. They are performers, musicians, creativity coaches and help youth find their creative voices in a lot of the work that they do. Please, introduce yourselves. Yeah,
1: so I'm Marco Solo.
2: I'm Signature Mimi.
1: And together we are Signature so uh, We're artists currently based out of Portland, Maine right now. Uh, do a lot of work. Uh, collaboratively uh, through spoken word poetry uh, we facilitate creative expression workshops uh, and we help put on events and we host and we send out positive vibrations whenever we can
2: yeah, we love connecting with other artists uh, especially through collaboration and working with young people uh, as well as people that are young at heart I really believe in tapping into the child within and Um, Reminding them that they're creative and they don't have to lose it just because we're aging.
1: Facts.
0: (laughs) So uh, you say you work a lot with the youth. I did notice you're with the YVM Youth Voices Matter. Um, Did you start that organization or tell me a little more about that?
2: Yeah, so Youth Voices Matter uh, was a collaborative project that we started with two other people back in Syracuse, New York which was the last location we were in and it was a response to um, things that were happening in the community that were really separating young people there was a lot of violence going on and um, the people that we were connecting with through a community center we were just having conversation one day and we're like there's all these things that are happening you know young folks are are killing one another and how can we like bring youth together so that they can get to know one another and not just like walk past each other on the street and you know give a look and then that lead to something else and then all of a sudden things get spiraled out of control and really it's just like a misunderstanding and just lack of knowing one another knowing who's in the community and so it started from that, and it was an open mic series. We were doing it um, every first and third Friday. And then fifth Fridays, we would do a feature, um, bringing in an artist from the community uh, to talk about their journey. And then um, it kind of transitioned um, from being able to do it regularly at that location. And so it kind of got put on hold, and then it got revitalized again. And it just kind of like has been like responding with the transitions that have also been apparent and existent in our lives. And so um, at the end of the day, it's always been this space where people can come together and connect and and create on the spot um, and just communicate about what's going on, whatever is alive for them. And so as we transitioned to Portland, uh, we were working with someone from Portland High School who was interning with us and we were just talking about different things that uh, we've done and we had mentioned Youth Voices Matter and this person was really excited about it and was like, we don't have anything like that here. Is it possible to, to bring it about? And so we were already connecting with uh, Gateway Community uh, Services over at On Forest Ave, um, just looking to do uh, workshops for the youth that, um, that participate at Gateway and it just seemed like something that was in alignment with what Gateway was looking to do. And what um, the intern we were working with wanted to help put on, and but we also wanted to, to help cultivate. And so it started last year here in Portland and just was a gathering really of just bringing youth together. Um, and then when COVID hit, there wasn't really opportunity to meet physically in space, and so transitioning to the virtual sphere <laughs> has been super interesting. Um, a little bit of a slow start. We didn't want to just jump right into it and continue business as usual, uh, which, yeah, try to stay away from doing that, really wanting to, to move with intention. And so um, we're kind of fresh into this virtual sphere and just taking it as it comes.
1: Yeah, and with YVM Youth Voices Matter, it's a, a platform, it's, it's more so of a movement. Uh, we're not an organization, so it's more of a collaborative effort for people who want to be involved and help us out and, or also lead in the ways that they want to lead with the community they're a part of. And just to create a platform for people to utilize to get their message out, to get their voices heard. And so, YVM, for for we've kind of been reluctant of wanting to be the face of it um, because it's, it's at the end of the day like as two artists we don't want it to be about us but what we the the skills we have and we have done in the past of just hosting and organizing just with friends and other artists to collaborate um, we're presenting that as you know access as, as a source to be used for whoever wants to host uh for for their peoples so yeah that's that's where we're at right now this is a call to action for anybody who wants to help join the street team with yvm um it's whatever you could do whether just pushing out the message or if you want to host or you want to be a feature or you know somebody who can want to be a feature uh, share
2: creative.
1: yeah yeah just share your creation or even just you know checking in with People that are there for for positive vibrations. So,
0: right. When you say host, what actually does that mean? Are they the MC? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. So the MC um, host. uh, We have a sign-up sheet, uh, like a traditional open mic. Um, I think right now, as we're doing it through Zoom, as of right now, it's more so of holding the space for people to. Chime in, maybe just activity we do, and to facilitate that in the very basic sense. But yeah, for the most part, we want young people to be able to express themselves to the carrier room, the carrier vibe, to put their personality into the hosting experience for people. And like I I say, YVM, wherever we do it, it's like a a dojo, Uh, and it's just training these skills that can be utilized anywhere in in any way that we socialize um, whether at work or in your school or in whatever entrepreneurial um, endeavors you want to pursue and yeah that's also another thing is we want people to be able to um, find that entrepreneurial spirit through IBM as well of like having that support to to go for what they want to want to do in life Yeah, mosquitoes out here eating. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, it sounds like kinda like a youth version of Toastmasters, but Oh yeah, I know Toastmasters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's fun. It was a little too booky for me, but I Mm -hmm. love the the getting out there and being nervous but working through that and challenging yourself if you don't well this is the J Lo quote. If you don't challenge yourself, you don't change yourself. So Mm -hmm. J Lo. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I like that you collaborate with other artists or organizers and I might be saying the name wrong but Rajni Eddins? Eddins? Yeah. Is it Rajni? Yeah, Okay. okay yeah. Awesome. So, that was a recent event and that was something that was before Zoom. Are you guys using Zoom? or? Yeah. Okay. For- yeah. So, before that, um, tell me a little more about that. It seems like you had two sessions. Was it also the spoken word and in reading his work? or?
1: Yeah, all right, so uh, my close friend, Rodney Eddins, he's based out of Burlington, Vermont. Please check out his work. He's fantastic poet, MC, creative expressionist. Yeah, they're doing a lot of similar work in, uh, as what we aspire to do here. And, uh, yeah, we invited Rajni to be a feature to also uh, do a workshop uh, in Portland. And we also did one in Lewiston, Maine, through YVM in partnership with Gateway Community Services. And, yeah, he shared uh, some some from his book. Um, The book is Their Names Are Mine. And it's super relevant to what's going on and the perpetuation of killing black folks um, that are innocent and just also touch upon just how the, the black struggle is in a very poignant um, straight to the point way doesn't hold um, any words back and and um yeah also uh Rodney Evans is just so much full of love and positive vibes, and he's he's great at what he does. So just bringing that welcoming energy and seeing the young people interact and you know do like a little freestyle cipher. Uh, that's that's my thing. I was doing some freestyle Fridays before all this happened, and like having to land on one of the YBMs and inviting him to it. So just him bringing what he's doing and bringing it to YBM to to uplift, inspire, provoke thought and it was beautiful and definitely want him to come back. I think we are planning to have him come back too.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So, yeah.
2: Yeah, he's out here really combating white supremacy, especially through the book, Their Names Are Mine, and um, encouraging people to reflect and resist and respond to these times, um, especially the lens of young folks, because like work with young folks is, is so powerful and uplifting, and really wanting to to connect with people like that. Um, youth are, we say our youth are the future, but what kind of future are we leaving for them, and like how are we, you know, practicing what we preach and and listening to what they have to say, and I feel like Rajni is an example of someone who is is consistently listening and in, up, empowering and uplifting folks. So it's been an honor working with him, getting to know him, and finding ways to, to continue connecting from city to city.
0: You guys have traveled to well several summits, or at least one that I noticed. Um, there was one in the Bay Area, I think that was a summit, it was uh, Painting Poetic Energy. There was Illinois Global Scholar Student Summit. Um, did you participate by doing spoken word or was it more workshops?
2: Yeah, a lot of our our work that has taken us different places has often come through word of mouth and just people we know are like, Oh, you should check out some of your soul. And so some things brought us to, to California and got to connect with some amazing people out there. And um, Painting Poetic Energy was a collaboration uh, with some artists that we met in a jam space. And we decided to, um, yeah, just put together our creative expression uh, at a location that we were at, which was Canticle Farm, an urban uh, garden and um, a, a living space. That's based out in Oakland, and doing really incredible work in the community, giving back also. And so when we were there, uh, we got to, to collaborate and um, just yeah get the opportunity to share share our poetry. Um, our friend Zayna was creating painting on the spot, just really spirit led. And so being able to to tap into the energies that are in the room. Uh, is really important to us as far as the creative expression process goes, and so we are all really much, pretty much in alignment with that. And then uh, Rachel Economy, who was the other artist that we worked with for that event, um, actually just released a um, platform called Index for the New World, and it's this this way of just reenvisioning like what this world um, could look like. You know, through coming together and um, learning from one another. And so just incredible people to, to check out. Um, and then we are staying in Chicago. Um, yeah, that brought us out there. Uh, well, our poetry brought us out there to do some workshops. Um, they were having a uh, global scholar summit, which was bringing in youth from all over the Chicago area. And so Again, just reminding them that you know, you're know you creative, that your voice matters, that it's important, that we want to hear it, people want to hear it, what you have to say um, is valuable and valid, and um, just offering tools to encourage people to express themselves.
0: What were some of the tools that were offered? I mean, I assume a microphone, but...
2: <laughs> um, just reminding them, like, hey, you know, just through reflection, the tools that we have can really be found inside, you know, and that that deep sense of listening and what is it that your your inner voice is saying, you know, and how is that related or not related to what you're hearing outside of you, you know, or what you're told that you have to do. And, um, yeah, so through um, some of our activities, we have one called uh, Power of Perspectives, and it's... um, it's just a diagram that came out of a meditative sketch I was doing one day, and um, it's very, very simple. There's just a couple words and shapes on there. And just inviting people to, to look at it and interpret it. And it's an opportunity for people to share their perspectives, like how, how do they see this, this image, and to honor that there's, there's different truths that exist in the room. You know, We don't all have the same point of view. We're not all looking through the same lens and to to be able to honor that and to see it you know in front of them or to hear it as people are expressing it to the whole room and so that's one tool It's like how do we look at you know this this one thing that we're all looking at but have these different interpretations of it um, another tool that we try to provide also through perspectives is an activity we call perspective pops we actually we brought it with us it's called
0: Perspective Pops. Pops. Oh,
2: okay. These are um, just different questions and statements that we put on popsicle sticks uh, to encourage people to think if you want to pull one. Oh, yeah. Right. And it's really just about encouraging people to just think and talk and share. And there's no right or wrong answer. You can share as much or as little as you'd like they can be used as conversation starters they can be used as um like uh, writing prompts or, or whatever
0: i'm just already imagining making my own set of this yeah. for when we're sitting by the fire <laughs> like because i've been doing uh kill mary blank and there's only so many mm-hmm. i can come up with <laughs> so yeah. this that's great yeah. thank
1: you and that, that's what we're all about is having these kind of tools and showing how we are creative with the everyday items we have in our apartment and how we can flip it and create a interactive activity, uh, a, a tabletop uh, kind of uh, activity or something that's like a social experiment. Like when you were talking about with power of perspective, with the image. Uh, we did it in front of like the large group and we had, and it's always... Interesting to see how long it takes for that first person that, to be the brave one to go up and and explain what they see, and and usually they, they look at us as they're explaining it to, to get validation for what they're seeing, and like the whole point is that there is no right or wrong answer. It's how are you perceiving this and are you able to articulate in a way that people can be like oh yeah I, I see that or maybe it sparks another idea for somebody in the crowd but like, actually that you got you're going somewhere there but let me let me get up there and, and finish what I think you know it is and so then there's like all these people say like, oh let me, let me get up and we run out of time and so it's it's amazing to, to see how just like that one spark of, of just doing it can... Have a domino effect for other creative sparks within individuals. And so that's the goal that we want. We just want to be that spark that will uh, help somebody come up with that idea or go for that pursuit um, and, and use these tools for however it works in, in their own journey.
0: Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's like kind of like life coaching in a way. Like you guys could also work with businesses and be like, oh, I'm going to do a workshop with your creative team here. And yeah, it's fabulous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well thought out. Mm-hmm. Um, but the youth probably need it more.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I think
1: it's, it's foundational. If we're talking about how we're going to shift the paradigm of how we all live and to be uh, from an industrial growth complex to a life-sustaining society. How, what, what it seems backwards right now. And it's like, I, we, what I've noticed, is uh, the young people who are being raised through the K through 12 system, pre-K daycare, while the parents are, have to go to work because we all prescribe to this capitalistic way of society. And how we pawn off uh, the children that we raise because we got to go fend and make money and feed, feed our kids. And then all on the other uh, polarity of it, of our elders being put into senior homes and like, that's where the most growth of inspiration and the most growth of wisdom and knowledge is, is coming from. And we chose to uh, disregard them just for a profit. Uh, so it's like, how can we revert that way back? And uh, for us, it's like, well, this, this for, for what we do, we resonate with all spectrums of life, uh, whether young people or even elders. And, and we've done that. We've out and done these activities, and it's beautiful to see the, the information the knowledge and the wisdom we gain as well through elders participating in our workshop, or the inspiration and idea, creative idea from young people who participate in these activities, and everything in between. And so for us, you know, I think it's, it's, it's wonderful that people can get behind young people and are actively looking to get behind young people. And so how can we help pass on what what worked for us to get to this point in life um, for them? Because I know at the end of the day, young people are going to be able to think of a better way to put on YPM better than we can. We're just wanted to like get the foot in, so then people could come in and, and bust it wide open. Um, so how we flip the society upside down, or not even upside down, but create our own—that's the entrepreneurial spirit that. I at least invest into the kids it's, it's an investment if we're going to have to use you know the pressure tools but then we don't because there's all this wisdom that we lost throughout our lineage so how are we uh, regaining that that wisdom that is in our DNA um, and that's that's where it comes to raising the collective consciousness once all the time starts with it starts with me starts with me me starts with with the dog, Dr. flow over here. And, it's, and when we are able to do that for that self-healing, then we could heal together and heal what has been so much harm, generations of harm here. And so I feel that's what, given this whole pandemic happening, uh, a silver lining, so to say, of being able to hit the brakes on this business as usual and see and notice what is some gaping holes and flaws in the system that we're living in currently. How can we make a change which is a permanent change, a lifetime commitment? It's not like a band-aid fix that I feel like some people are realizing that you can't just throw money in, you and know, keep it moving. But like how do we fundamentally change the way we have relation um, with each other, with ourselves, with the land? and? yeah it just reminds me of the the healing uh Turler island um, ceremony we attended um last week two weeks ago mm-hmm. yeah and um it's was led by um indigenous folks so, um, sherry Mitchell yeah uh, here based in the Wabanaki territory and um, having uh, hosting other indigenous folks around the world, from uh, Kazakhstan to the Philippines, uh, Ghana, uh, Brazil, uh, the Taínos, uh, the Caribbean, and everywhere the West Coast, um, and learning from the the stories and and realizing this, this the way of all human society where we're at right now, we've, we, as, a, as a collective, have disregarded the past for, you know, the future in technology. And so, like, I feel like, for me, I'm at this crossroad of how do I use uh, the technical knowledge that I learned and apply it to the, the nature, the holistic side of the healing process and the sustainability of with how we use energy, whether creatively, technically, and socially, all the all the aspects of energy. So, yeah, that's that's what's really alive for me right now. And yeah, going back to the youth, that's that's where it starts. That's the young people um, learning from the indigenous folks, like they're they're able to reclaim their language, and uh, most of the young folks are learning that that tongue, that that mother tongue that I know I've lost. And I'm currently in that process of uh, doing that self journey of rediscovering myself. And so, and, and being an example of that, I hope that inspires other people to do, do that for themselves. And I feel like that's, that's how we start the healing process and are able to then be able to have conversations of whether we agree or disagree, like what are the different perspectives power in those different perspectives how we create and sustain community together Yeah,
0: I like that you brought it back to power of perspective because I was thinking about that activity and um, one of your early posts you said the was the Sun and the moon and I didn't see that like I was looking at the s and I never saw this and like I had to stare at it for a whole nother minute I was just like it must be here and then I saw there was a a crescent, and I was like, ah, that's the moon, like, what made you think of that, like, how did that come about, very cool.
2: (laughs) Yeah, sun and moon joining forces, um, it's just this reminder of balance, you know, and, um, these, these polarities that happen naturally, like, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have light if we didn't have, uh, darkness, you know, and how do we strike that balance between both, and so, really, Wanting to honor that uh, with the work that we do um, together, and also the work that we do on our own. You know, we're 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 two artists, creatives, fusing what we do and coming together. But we're also our own artists. That's why I Signature Soul is a fusion of Marco Solo and Signature Mimi, and it's that that honoring, um, yeah, the sun and the moon. <laughs> it's very uh, symbolic to us and in different ways, but a lot of it, it really comes down to, to striking that balance and holding both.
0: I thought you might have something to say about that too? Or oh
1: yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that was very poetic. It I was, thank you for sharing. As soon as you meeting me, I
0: appreciate that. <laughs> yes. Yeah,
1: I, I look at the sun and the moon for, for us, that, that balance, the, the polarity of the blazing, hot energy of the sun and the, the cooling, of the of the moon, and we kind of alternate with with that role. Sometimes I feel like the sun and Mimi is is more moon energy, and and reverse happens often as well. Where where I'm like the chill, laid back, and I'm you know, just keeping it cool, and Mimi is the, the flame on, uh, volcano erupting, fire energy. And so it's beautiful that you know for ourselves. I feel like. Individually, we we are really, to me, Mimi's the dopest artist I know. And uh, it's just awesome to see that when we join forces that it is even enhanced for both of us. And so, yeah, and that shows me from the jump, like, that's the power of collaboration and...
0: um, Synergy. Yeah, Yeah.
1: synergy and and that flow.
0: How can people best reach you both? Just another plug. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. so through our website is the best way, uh, www.signaturesoul.love, L-O-V-E, that's the IT background. Um, Just go to our website, you can reach, you can find uh, more of our uh, social media platforms and our emails there. So if you want to reach us or book us for anything, um, just go to that website.
0: And thank you for listening to In the Pocket. I'm Flo Edwards, and our guests today were Signature Soul, individually known as Signature Mimi and Marco Solo. You are listening to WMPG 90.9, Southern Maine Community Radio.